to the Monday Morning Think. My name is Agnieszka Wąsowska and this is episode 15. Don't judge AI by appearances. It's difficult to be skeptical about AI when leading news outlets all around the world sing praises. It's not because we lack reason or because we can't ask the right questions. It is difficult because it means going against the current and being called backwards. Not surprisingly, however, it now seems that the actual advances in natural language and AI excuse my wording, I'm no expert in this field are far less spectacular than described. I am talking about OpenAI's GPT-2 and for the first time in Monday Morning Think I am going to quote quite a lot. The thing is, OpenAI created the GPT-2 and fed it with a huge dataset. It then asked questions and the answers felt incredibly accurate. The GPT-2 also wrote essays, which seemed pretty good. We were promised conversational AI, and some of us felt the threat of losing jobs. So let me quote. November 24th, The Economist published an interview with OpenAI's GPT-2 sentence generation system, misleadingly said that GPT-2's answers were unedited, when in reality each answer that was published was selected from five options. Unquote. A correction came later, but the, quote, original tweet outnumbered tweets of his correction by about 75 to 1, evidence that triumphant but misleading news travels faster than more sober news, unquote. Curious about the essay? OpenAI also submitted a GPT-2 written essay to the Economist Youth Essay Contest. The judges didn't know it was written by an AI, and so one of the reviews stated that it was strongly worded and backed up claims with evidence, though the idea wasn't very original. Greg Brockman, OpenAI's CTO, tweeted about that and received huge positive response. What he failed to mention was that some other judges were way more critical. Here is an example. The essay does not fundamentally answer the question nor present a single novel idea, is not strongly argued and is not particularly well written or structured. In addition, I do not think it shows a strong understanding of existing climate policy nor of the scientific literature coming out of the IPCC." The GPT-2 can also complete sentences, like this. I have four plates and put one cookie on each. The total number of cookies is... 24, 5 as a topping, and 2 as the filling. You don't have to be a scientist to realize it's no good. According to Gary Marcus, author of both quoted articles, the success rate for his experiments was around 20%. Not a passing grade. Most definitely not a passing grade for medical support or any of the grand uses we like to put AI in in our dreams. For someone working with language, it's clear that the ability to follow patterns is very far from comprehension. What makes humans so different from this kind of machines is our ability to interpret reality, not just to predict what follows. All great science, art and business is based on the unexpected and often unpredictable. Therefore, without this magic factor, this kind of technology remains just an impressive trick. You may not know this, but winter came in 1974. An AI winter. Funding stopped. There was just too much disappointment. Today we have promises of conversational apps, medical diagnosis solutions, driverless cars in our streets and fake news detectors in our social media. But if they don't materialize soon, another winter could come sooner than expected. Particularly in the newly pandemic world. The money is simply needed where it's effective. So here's today's Monday morning think. 
Think of questions to ask and things to do the next time you hear some overly enthusiastic news of AI advances. How can you check if it's relevant? Disclaimer. Today's column was immensely inspired by two articles by Gary Marcus, An Epidemic of AI Misinformation and GPT-2 and the Nature of Intelligence. Both were published on thegradient.pub in November 2019 and January 2020 respectively and are still available there. You will find dozens of insightful examples and comments in those original articles. It's a great read. So if you're interested in reading those two articles, make sure to scroll down to the description of this podcast where you will find a link to the written version of this column. There you will find the links. Thanks for thinking with me again. My name is Agnieszka Wąsowska and this was the Monday Morning Think.